0: Welcome, welcome to the latest installment of Baked in the Cake. My name is Derek Schaefer and I am here with... DJ. DJ Castilleja, right? Yeah. And um, we are here to discuss some long-awaited topics that I have been excited and uh, putting off, I guess you could say, to talk about. And hopefully, well, we're going to start off with... uh, Star Wars, I think, but there, we have some other things that may actually
1: get put off. We'll see how long this goes. I'm I kind of not sure where this is going to go, so yeah. I, I kind of have an idea, but I, I guess we're going to see where this conversation goes. Did you read goes.
0: my articles?
1: Yeah. Oh, I sent you two. You sent me, uh, for Star Wars, you sent me a YouTube video. Yes. Yes. And you I, watched uh, that? Yes.
0: Okay. Did you read the other two articles?
1: Yes. Okay. Or I, I scanned through them. Okay,
0: I, I scanned through one of them. and I didn't get a chance to. Scan Not sure the it's other. gonna
1: change my opinion that I have coming into it anyway. I,
0: I just change a perspective. I don't think your opinion can change. Okay, uh, I mean, we might have the same opinion. So let's get into that later. But I want to talk about Star Wars because we talk we have talked a lot about church and Christian things, and we've actually I mean, we talked a lot about politics too, I guess. But um, I think Star Wars is unique and what's baked in the cake How, okay. in our brains. So what's baked in the cake about Star Wars is that the Galactic Empire is, you know, they changed the name of it, right? Uh, in the newest one, it was the New Order. Right. And um, so the Galactic Empire is the bad guy. So I'm, I'm using that to show, you know, unanimously the bad guy over every Star Wars movie. Um, okay. That's the term I'm using just to communicate properly. Right.
1: Um, um, it's not as bad as you say. <laughs> well, that's your contention that the empire is not as bad. The, the empire is not near as bad and oppressive as people think. Um, and that's coming
0: from an anarchist who thinks every government <laughs> is bad and oppressive. Okay. Um, so let me make my case the uh, The video made that case, right? Right. Um, so did you agree or disagree? Uh, Everyone I've talked to disagrees with me.
1: I, I kind of, in a way, agree and in a way, disagree. <clears throat> okay. It's, uh, it's not so, a cop-out. So,
0: <laughs> um, if you think about evil governments over history, it, you mean, like, you need constant um, racism, um, starvation, um, famine... Um, the Gulag, mm-hmm. any concentration camps. Oppressive. Oppre- like incredibly yeah. oppressive. Incredibly oppressive. Um, the only real oppression, now you're going to have to look past a couple things. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to acknowledge they're at war, you know, with the, and there's a rebellion. Mm-hmm. So they're going to kill some people in the rebellion. Right. But what the rebellion is rebelling against is actually pretty small. Like, it, it's interesting. Um, right, right it's it's not like a huge no con, people aren't getting sent to concentration camps actually the worst thing in my opinion that the Galactic Empire did is conscription that's the worst
1: thing so like a draft basically yeah
0: <laughs> so if and that's very clear in the uh in the last three in the trilogy
1: okay in they, the new order yeah. yeah
0: and the 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 new order is like uh, they're forcing me to kill I forced, I did terrible things for them that the the that conscription the draft is the worst thing that they did mm. and I agree I hate I'm so against the draft it's insane, um but I think it is non-Christian um the uh but so let's look at the uh, some other things you have to look past Anakin killing some okay. children
1: well I mean maybe it would help us to frame this in lenses okay like. Um, if you're raised in the empire and that's your government, yeah, you have a lens. If you're raised in the rebellion, you have a different lens. Yeah. And um, yeah, uh, so in, in hearing like this topic and and considering the empire, um, the rebellion actually looks like like a group of rebels that are trying to overthrow the government.
0: A- and yeah, they are. That's exactly <laughs> what they are,
1: and um, and so,
0: and, but so everyone think of the viewer as being raised in the rebellion. Yeah, because, yeah. So the, the, the viewer heroes in the rebellion that lens, or the yeah, the viewer has that that complete perspective of, and you, you, they pretty much just assume that the empire is bad. Nothing else they're uh, until the the last trilogy, especially. There's very few things that show that the, that the Empire is bad. Very few things. And I'm also excluding the Clone Wars and all the extra um, canon, Star Wars canon. So there's books been written that they'll say this is Star Wars canon. So
1: wh- why are you excluding the Clone Wars?
0: Because it's not – I'm talking about the movies. The okay. perception of – the the mass appeal of the movies. Not many people watch the Clone Wars. Um and not many people actually read the rest of the canon.
1: I should say I'm a huge Star Wars fan, so yeah. I know a lot about. Stuff. So
0: on a mass level, the main movies are okay. what people watch, okay. and that's the main impression that people get. Okay. If you take in consideration the Clone Wars, it's a lot more clear. But remember that that came. Let's just think about the first three movies. For forty years, you're talking
1: about four, five, and six. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, not 40 years. That's an exaggeration. Cause 1977. 90, from 77 until 99, um, that was all the information they had about Star Wars on a mass appeal. On a mass okay. appeal. There was canon being written. But um, for those who don't know, canon is also a term for Christians. It's like are our, our considered authoritative writing. Um, and use the same term for Star Wars is the authoritative writing. So this is in the storyline. This is not fan fiction. So you have canon
1: and you have legends. Yeah. Right?
0: Well, I don't know about that.
1: Well, it's like, um, like there's like uh, it's what Star Wars today, like the people that that oversee the writing and directing of the material say is in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. The other stuff has been kind of set aside as not really happening.
0: Yeah. Um, so. Uh,
1: okay, 4, 5, and 6. Yeah,
0: 4, 5, and 6 never tells you why the Galactic Empire is bad in what they do. They never do anything bad except try to crush a rebellion in their government, which governments do. Right. That's always the response from every government that's
1: ever existed is to stop the rebellion. Right. So in the U.S. you had the Civil War. Yeah. And the South uh, tried to leave the Union uh-huh. and, and rebel against the government in the North and and formed their own government.
0: Now, it does take, uh, in my opinion, like, I don't like Abe Lincoln that much either. I mean, he he did not think that blacks were equal. And the war was started before the Emancipation Proclamation. They were at war before slaves were freed. His goal of the Civil War was not to uh, um, free slaves. He also suspended the First Amendment um, during this time. He jailed. He put um, them in jail. He declared war on his own nation, on a people in his own nation, and he conscripted an army, so the draft again, to fight that his own nation. So they say the bad thing about the civil war was brother is fighting brother, yes, also, brother is being forced to
1: fight brother, oh, okay, so
0: the government is forcing. Brother to kill brother. I
1: don't know much about that.
0: Um, well, that's his, That's that's a hundred percent fact. Okay. But that gets bit, that's still that's a that's a hundred. Yeah, there's nothing it points out to conscription is being the worst kind of thing out of all the things that the Abe Lincoln did is also kind of the worst things that the Galactic Empire did. But you don't see conscription in those movies, right? Mm. You don't even know that they. I, I don't know about time. I think by that time. Like uh, the
1: clone army is gone, and is it? Yeah,
0: that was about to go. It was like the the clone army is gone in four, five, and six. Though,
1: do we know that? I, I think so. Okay, I, I think so.
0: Because it takes a long time to make these clones. Am I right? Well, they happened mainly in well, one, two,
1: and three, and
0: well, the clone army might not be gone. Let's think. Um, we know they would be. So, Boba Fett's son, or sorry, um,
1: Boba Fett
0: is the is son a son.
1: Of Django Fett. Django Fett is yes, the main Django clone. Fett. Is the main guy that, that the clones? So are made we can
0: from. so we can think about that this is, you know, about forty to fifty years later, you know, fifty at most from the first three because of Django Fett and Boba Fett, their relationship. Because he's a little kid when he dies, and then the next one he's an adult. You okay. know. Um, so that would also mean that because the clones were the same age as his dad. Um, <laughs> now, his dad died separately, but they're going to be too old to be soldiers. And we're, nothing's ever said that I know of about making more clones. Am I right?
1: Uh, not that I know of.
0: Not yeah, that we know of. There maybe is, but they... So they start conscripting. So I guess we can assume with information we have now that that was a conscripted army, or well, maybe volunteer, but... Um, so they... Yeah, so you by those three episodes, what's the worst thing that the?
1: Well, the worst thing you see is, is a villain from the Empire, or someone from the Empire, Darth Vader. Okay. Uh, going after, uh, the heroes, Luke Skywalker and the rebellion.
0: But that's a rebellion.
1: Right. So that's the normal. So they're func- just squashing. The, the normal
0: rebellion. function of government. Mm. Um.
1: <laughs> and because we are, uh, in those three movies, we're we were through the lens of the rebellion because that's that's the side Luke Skywalker mm-hmm. starts with Luke Skywalker. That's the side that he ultimately uh, ends up on. Yeah. So if he had gone, like, if they had found him first, they, the Empire had found him first, then his lens would have been maybe the Empire.
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But I, I just think, that, so with those, it's clear that, that it's bad. Um, and then... The The second trilogy doesn't give us that much more information, except...
1: Um, it kind of shows the rise of the Empire.
0: Episode three. Yeah, it shows the rise of the Empire. And we already talked about the democracy thing, how Pal- Palpatine uses democracy to gain his power. And right. Uh, demo- all and democ- everyone freely gave it to him. Yeah, all democracy does is provide a hiding place for tyrants. I mean... That's, we, that's what we live in now. you know we, we like to think that we voted in we just exchange a tyrant every you know four to eight years and they, they act with no uh, like they do whatever they want you know um, the, so that's we get that but episode three is where we I think do see some evil things done by the Empire okay yeah. uh, because Anakin uh, he kills those kids. that's like the main thing. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else in episode three that's the main well, one Anakin
1: kills them, and then the army uh, the clone Army turns yes. against the yes. jedi
0: and they kill all the jedis yeah, that was it they, so they kill all the jedi just mur- that's just murder that's all that is and Anakin kills those kids but uh out of <laughs> I, I if you think of it in comparison to you know, most people don't think of America as an evil government right right. But America's done worse things than that, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. To give us perspective, like America has bombed. We're help. We're currently helping Saudi Arabia bomb Yemen into famine, mm-hmm. and they and kids are dying. Yes, and they have found yeah. like they they've blown up weddings. They blew up a school bus. The bombs were Lockheed Martin bombs that we gave them. Well,
1: and I think we we should say that. Uh, this isn't meant to be critical of the United States. It's meant to just say what's Paint, actually happening. Yeah, that's
0: actually happened, yeah. and it's painting perspective. Right, it's actually painting perspective on Star Wars. Is my goal. So you can. I, so even how crazy it sounds, Anakin doing that, and the and the soldiers turning on each other. Um, I'm like, we back Al Qaeda and then turn on them. We mm. back. Uh, we backed ISIS and then turned on them. That's what we do in the Middle East. Mm. Um, that's not shouldn't be foreign to us, but it's our mindset is that it's okay for us for some reason, We're the world police. Guess what? The Galactic Empire thought they were the world police too in the jedi,
1: yeah, that so
0: yeah, the Jedi was the world well, police. that's so interesting
1: interestingly, um the uh, the guys who make Star Wars announced this past week okay. a new series uh, or. Uh, it's called the High Republic Era.
0: I heard something about it. But and I, I and so
1: they're now kind of announcing the next phase of the Star Wars story
0: without the saw, without a uh,
1: Skywalkers, yeah, right? Way before the Skywalkers. Yeah, so
0: the Skywalker like saga three or four hundred
1: years before the Skywalkers. Yeah. And at that time, like the Jedi were supposed to be at the height of their um, of their presence. Oh. And but uh, apparently, or supposedly, you know, and we don't have the full story of this yet. This is when the Jedi were kind of doing what they were called to do. Yeah. And but by the time you get to episodes one, two, and three, uh, the Jedi, uh, their their role has become distorted, because all of a sudden they're not fighting against like uh, the presence of evil. They're they're, they're generals. Mm-hmm. Their leader. They're leading the clone troopers. Yeah. Into battle against, and so they've actually kind of become. Um, voices of the min- minority, in a way, mm-hmm. you know, they're going against the government, and um, and so they 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 become like um, police yeah. instead of peace, keep- like just peacekeepers, keepers of the peace.
0: Yeah. So yeah. the uh, I mean that so episode three. That's what that's the insights of evil that we got from the empire. Okay. Um. But even Palpatine didn't steal his authority.
1: No, it was given to him. It was given to Voted him. Voted on him by a democracy. Just
0: like Hitler. Um, and so the uh, next trilogy is where we need to go next. Yeah. We get a lot more insight. Seven, eight, and nine. So yeah, seven, eight, and nine. We get a lot more insight to why the Galactic Empire is bad. Um But one of the things that I want to point out that's not bad that they people use as an as a claim for they mean bad, they're they say financial difficulty, the Galactic Empire was financially oppressive to the economies of these planets. I get why, in any other scenario, that is a perfectly just uh, reason, but in this scenario. We live on a planet that doesn't need interstellar galactic trading. Mm -hmm. Why do these planets need to trade and travel between planets? It's kind of a thing to the Star Wars universe that that's an important thing. But these planets presumably, before this, were doing fine. (laughs) How did these species, because they're not humans, um, get there in the first place? You see what I mean? Yeah. Is that they? they, Nothing changed. They blockade planets, and that's about it. They blockade the planet. They sometimes you'll see that they are policing. The the stormtroopers are policing the planet, and in the Clone Wars you see them um, stealing people, like enslaving people to be trained as the uh, as as soldiers. Mm -hmm. So you'll see conscription, Uh, and in the Clone Wars. In The Clone Wars, at some point, that's what I've been told. I watched only some of it.
1: I know that, like, there were some. The video is saying you're being called into slavery, like the Wookiees, for example, Chewbacca's race. Oh, they just were were put into slavery. Were conquered and put into slavery.
0: Oh, I didn't even know that. But and that's revealed in the Clone Wars,
1: I believe so. Yeah, Yeah,
0: so I didn't even know that. But the uh, so you know, but the, the, the movie doesn't reveal that, so we can't, we're not. Is a disclaimer. We know that's there. We're not taking that into consideration. Okay. So, but we do see, um, man, Finn. Yeah. yeah I got it right. Okay. Finn. Uh, he, 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 defects. from a very young age, he was constricted
1: yeah. into the First Order's stormtroopers. Basically. Yeah.
0: And he default, by default, became a rebellion. Yeah. You know, a rebel because he did not even that he really supported them, but it's kind of like, there's nowhere else to go, and uh, so you see that, and then you see uh, in the casino, so mm-hmm. episode seven, you see some terrible things happening at the casino. That's episode eight. Episode eight, yeah, sorry. At the casino, you get a little bit more insight, mm-hmm. and then...
1: Yeah, the casino scene, what, what, I think what that shows is that there is an elite yeah. that's profiting off making the uh, starships that are fighting... Uh, against one another it,
0: but it does it, it is also a little more honest too because he points out that they sell to
1: everyone right the rebellion the and, rebellion
0: yeah. and then so and that's the way our our system is now too is that we sell weapons to the US government and to Isis and to Russia and we to other countries yeah, yeah. to other countries that are considered enemies. Mm-hmm. And like in World War II, the Rockefellers um, were, had a—I think they had a patent—and they were the only people who were per, even able to produce this specific type of jet fuel that the Nazis used for their planes. Hmm. And they could have crippled the Nazi air force, but they didn't. Hmm. And they're Americans, <laughs> so you see—you you, see—that's that's
1: just like a small example of directly like well, and then in, in seven, eight, nine. Uh, like the, the main thrust of uh, like seven, for example, is uh, the first order, especially Kylo Ren, trying to find Luke Skywalker, yeah, who has become disillusioned
0: mm-hmm. about
1: the role of the Jedi. And um, and so, uh, I don't know if you remember, he goes into hiding yeah. because I mean, his students become evil, yeah, and and then um, the dialogue between Rey and this is an eight. Between Ray and Luke is about, and Luke is trying to say how, how, the Jedi uh, weren't doing, were probably not all good. Were, were the, the cause they were fighting for weren't good. Yeah, and so he was trying to end the Jedi Order. Who with was him, Luke? Luke?
0: Is that what he's saying? I'm trying to think back. I, I think so. Okay. Yeah, um, and um, I don't have enough information. Remember, he's to argue. like
1: leaving, like the. Um, I don't know where, they're in the, I think the tree, and, and he turns around, he's leaving Ray with the books, and I think this is when Ray steals the books. He, he turns around and says, the Jedi must end. Hmm. And because uh, he saw how he was the one that helped perpetuate the evil oh, okay. by seeking uh, what he thought was good. And, that makes sense. I see that now. And so, um, you know, then he tries to um, destroy the tree, Mm-hmm. That has the books and, and the I mean like probably the last Jedi writings yeah. and um, and he he um, can't even do that and then not knowing that Ray had already taken the books Yoda shows up
0: mm-hmm.
1: on the scene and I, I thought this is kind of one of the the more poignant scenes and Yoda causes lightning to strike the tree and destroy it yeah. and laughing was um, a
0: force ghost right uh, right right okay I by the I'm way appearing to Luke I hate the introduction of force ghosts okay let's move on okay
1: so <laughs> then um Yoda says that uh, our hope is that those who come after us learn from our mistakes okay and that um, that that's what we want for our for people that come under us like uh I guess in the Christian in the church it would be like discipleship yeah, we want people to learn from the mistakes we made, mm-hmm. and that's what he was encouraging Luke. That um, that kind of the true calling of a master is that his student would learn yeah. from the mistakes of the past.
0: Yeah. Uh, so you, well, did you do you know about thing, what's the, what's Luke's uh, real name? Like the actor, Mark Hamill. Okay, so Mark did not love what they did with Luke. Did you know that? That he Oh, in the last the last the night. last yeah. trilogy, yeah, that he became a hermit and things. Yeah. I watched a lot of interviews with him complaining terribly. I thought he acted did his acting very well. He did the job and he was like still loyal to the Star Wars mm-hmm. franchise and things like that. I thought that's interesting. Yeah. But he hated it. He just couldn't stand it and he that he was like Luke would have never done that. Mm-hmm. Luke would have never retreated and decided he needed to fight. He's a fighter. Luke's mm-hmm. a fighter, and he wanted to be called back as the old Luke and but better. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't. And the, uh, he kept on stating though he uh, he understood the vision of where the franchise was going, mm-hmm. and I still I, the last one episode nine was the best one that they made in my opinion okay it's my absolute favorite um but so we see the the one thing that it's like you have to look past that the galactic empire really did that was bad is a uh, blow up planets oh yeah <laughs> they just blew up planets <laughs> for no reason yeah
1: that, and okay there's some evil things
0: yeah so they blew up some planets and it for no motivation, but just to test out their weapons and show that they they have a superior weapon, mm-hmm. um, but that also, I think the reason that happened was bad writing, too. Because one of my criticisms, I, I'm a new Star Wars nerd. Okay, I I, I grew up with them, and I know I was born in '94, so whenever the new trilogy came out in '99, um, I didn't. I mean, I loved Darth Maul. You know, that was oh, okay. I was I was a little kid, but I never got super into it. I had Star Wars toys and things. It was it was based to me. Well,
1: the first planet explosion is in episode uh four. It is? Yeah, because um Well, okay, episode four, yes, of course. Because Princess Leia, they destroy Alderaan, her her home planet.
0: But you could say that was an act is that's like the US government dropping a nuclear bomb on well, Tokyo. they were
1: trying to get her to spill the information. Yeah and And they used uh, the threat of blowing her planet up to get the information to save her people yeah because she's a princess and they blow it up anyway okay if I remember right
0: okay well the uh, so so yeah I guess it's episode four so you have to look past that I guess some planet blowing up and uh, I was gonna say bad riding for the next one because. How many times how many it's so ridiculous. One of my criticisms as being a new Star Wars fan, and I talked with some other people, and these are the normal criticisms. So I was like on the same page as everyone else. How many times are we gonna blow up a Death Star? Yeah, and then they're
1: and then they're like, look, a bigger Death Star. So four has a Death Star, six, they blow up the second Death Star. Five has a Death Star. Well, it's in there, but six is the where they blow it up. Well Return of the Jedi.
0: So, four, five, six, and 7 all have a Death Star.
1: Right. So, okay. And it's, four, it's basically... 5 and 6 are the same Death Star, I think.
0: Yes. Yes, but they're like, that thing's functional, you know? This Death Star that they blew up... So, what you're
1: talking about is the weapons to destroy a planet, because it's in 4, 6, Every time seven, they're having and 9. And nine? Okay, yes. All the st- all the Star Destroyers has a- has right.
0: has the power of a Death Star. Right. So I didn't even connect with that one. So it's the same storyline mm. over and over. They're telling the same story. How do we stop a Death Star? How do we stop a Death Could Star? Use How? the biological
1: weapon. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, but the and this is why I think it was uh uh the Mandalorian was so good for a lot of people. Mm. Well, because they took Star Wars, which is. Technically, fantasy Mm -hmm. is not sci-fi. Have we talked about this? Mm
1: -hmm. No?
0: Okay, I'm going to explain it. So, sci-fi is Star Trek. Okay. And a lot of people relate Star Wars and Star Trek together. Right. But Star Trek does not have the mass appeal of Star Wars. Okay. Right? Would you agree on that?
1: I think so. Okay. In my opinion, at least.
0: Yeah. Why is that? Well, one thing is the music but well we'll talk about that on a different date but the music was huge it's called the galactic the the musical of the galaxy star wars is and uh, john williams yeah guy. i'm a
1: huge fan i played in a symphony okay. and a lot of his music yeah
0: so the movies were successful because of his music okay. and uh and musicals kind of have a mass appeal it's weird you know for a lot of men it seems kind of feminine okay. but but they like it so that's one thing they got going for it and
1: they that makes it a fantasy no no no, no, oh, okay, no,
0: so I'm getting to that now, okay, that was a little bit of a rabbit, but the what makes it a fantasy is you don't have like really aliens and um you have that in star trek it, it's it's this, it's kind of like the way they tell the stories is what makes it so you in i'm trying I, i'm trying to trying to think how you would say what Star Trek is. Okay. In comparison, but I can tell you what Star Wars is that makes it fantasy. So okay. let's just start there. Uh, you fantasy is like nice and shining armor. You know, let's go save a damsel in distress. Um, you got castles and empires fighting with castles and raging war and a rebellion. Okay. Um, so you have a rebellion against an empire. You don't see that in Star Trek ever. Okay. Um, so you have a rebellion against an empire, and you have knights. Jedi knights—they're literally called that—and mm-hmm. Princess Leia. Yeah, you, you have. So you see. That so it, it has
1: kind of the themes of the like old knights of the round table. Yes. In fact, the the new era is supposed to be like the Jedi are supposed to be like knights of the round table. Exactly. Okay.
0: Exactly. And you have, yeah, the, the Jedi Council is the knights of the round table. Okay. Things like that. So it's they took fantasy and inserted it into space. Okay. And that is why it's more appealing to the masses versus something like Star Trek.
1: Okay, I got you there.
0: Why can a, you know, typically a little girl doesn't like Star Trek stuff or Battlestar Galactica or, you know, I'm trying to think of other ones. I don't like those types of things that much either. Mm. Um, But they do like, you know, it has a a lot of, you know, females at many ages like Star Wars.
1: Okay, I got you there
0: um and it's i think it's because it's a fantasy now they had their
1: uh so my criticism so i, I always thought fantasy was anything made up
0: no i don't think that i don't think that's like the actual so definition you're kind of talking
1: about like the the genre of of um, the story, basically.
0: yeah, yeah, the genre. So you think it's a sci-fi movie, but it's really not. It's really not a sci-fi. It's both, but the main part, of the way it tells the story, is not as a sci-fi. Okay, I, um, I can
1: I can see what you're saying. I can see the characteristics that you're yeah. talking about that make up that make Star Wars a fantasy.
0: So, and people always criticize it because it's telling the same story over and over again, and. It doesn't have to be that way. You have like the Lord of the Rings and things like that that have lots of movies that don't tell the same story over mm-hmm. and over again. They're much more unique. And they, the writers should have kind of took some advice from those types of storytellings. But, but, but even like
1: uh, part of what makes uh, the series, the whole Star Wars story in general, um, is this overarching theme. Right behind, yeah. that's behind the scenes. That, uh, that there's light and good. There's light and evil, light and dark. Yeah. And um, and this government is is kind of representative. The empire is representative of the dark side, and you know the Jedi and the rebellion are are a, you know the light side. And so there's this overarching theme where everything kind of fits in. Even the Mandalorian, that comes a little bit. That's supposed to be after episode six, before seven, after six, right?
0: After six?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, the rebellion, the the empire had just been destroyed. And so that's why you see remnants of the empire er everywhere.
0: Okay, yes. Yes, I agree. I looked that up not too long ago. but So um, the Marvel movies kind of do this too. Okay. Um you
1: can I'm a newer th- Marvel fan, but I've seen all the movies.
0: Okay. Yeah, Disney Plus did it for me too. I okay. that's why I rewatched all the stars. I was a little
1: Wars. mad at Disney Plus because they were about four or five months too late. I for went what? and actually uh, rented the movies.
0: <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. Um so um Disney Plus okay. um got me onto that too. And I still haven't watched Captain Marvel, but I just I don't know. Uh, but it's pretty you, good. I if you look it. at some of the Marvel movies, okay. it's not always a great example, but they're not all um, end-of-the-world movies. Right. So they're much smaller scales. Ant-Man is a good example. It's mm-hmm. always
1: a much smaller scale. Um, and then, But they eventually come together to save the world.
0: Yeah, yeah. And Avengers is a little bit more of, you know, m- better understanding of an end-of-the-world movie.
1: Right, I think you're talking about like uh, Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, yeah.
0: So all, I mean, actually, all the Avengers movies—they're always saving the you know, right. And for a lot of these movies, uh, like and they have a Civil War. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, Transformers was another one that you know they, people get tired of these movies because how many times can the world be ending, you know, and then save mm-hmm. it and then come up with a new villain, and people get tired of that. Right. And it's just not realistic, even as if it had to be realistic. You know, it's superheroes. But
1: I have my own, like, novel to write one day. I'll have to tell you about it later. Okay. I don't want to give it away because somebody will write it. Yeah.
0: Um, the. Uh, <laughs> it's fresh. Okay. Um, Million-dollar idea, just holding on to it. The, uh, yeah. so with, uh, yeah, the Marvel movies, um, you, you see them go to sometimes a smaller setting. Mm-hmm. In the Mandalorian, they completely changed it from... They went to a smaller setting, but they completely changed it from a fantasy movie
1: to a western. Right, right, right.
0: So they, they also changed the genre and think mm-hmm. about what they could do with other ones. And yeah, they, because
1: but, Mandalorian wasn't about saving the world No, yet.
0: No, he's in a western... You the, the person you're following is um, dishing out justice, justly. He's doing it well in something that we would, would agree with. But he's not actually the authority. It's a vigilante justice. Right. Right. And he's not, you know, you can see him as the good and the bad guy.
1: And that's kind of what's appealing. Well, yeah, he starts out for himself.
0: Yes. And he then, has a heart. Or,
1: well... For you, it seems like right. So he, it seems like he grows a heart.
0: Yeah. And Kids do that. Yeah. So he, you. So you see a western. It's completely a western. But those are the things that classify as a western. So think about what they could do with other genres. Like what? So they can bring it down, and I want to say they they kind of did it, but they could do it as a series. So like solo movie, is it fantasy? What would you not, call? Not it? really,
1: not not in the way you described it. I think
0: it's a heist.
1: Okay. Yeah. Solo's yeah. a
0: heist movie. Um, they could do that as okay. a series. Okay. So
1: I didn't. It didn't seem like they promoted it that way at all. No. And uh, it was more about the history of a character. That's the way they promoted it, but I think they would have more success if they
0: promoted it as a heist movie, because Solo didn't do very well. But I think it's better than a lot of them. It's probably number two on my list mm-hmm. on how how good they are. Oh, I think Rogue One is considered a heist movie.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, I can see that.
0: You can see that, too? Yeah. yeah. So Rogue One is like that, too. And a lot of people like Rogue One. Mm-hmm. I don't particularly like Rogue One.
1: Well, So I, I never put it together as a heist movie. What was fascinating about Rogue One was uh, if how it fits in with the, the big scheme. Because yeah. that, that would be then by your definition, a part of the fantasy. Yes. Because it has a great deal of um, getting the information to the Rebellion uh, and taking it from the Empire.
0: Yes. Uh, in, in what, you know, you're gonna, We're going to blur some lines here because they are, and sure. a lot of them, they're all stealing something. And the newest ones are looking for the maps. Mm. But, you know, under covertly breaking into a base, disguising themselves, going into a vault. That's what they right, did in right. Rogue One, yeah. which is a little bit different than any of the other movies still. So, uh, yeah. So I guess our, our main point is that the Galactic Empire really isn't that bad, as we say, as we make it out to seem. And the things that they did that were bad are not universally considered bad.
1: Well, I, I think the way that this plays into Baked in the Cake is the lens by which you view the movies. Yeah. Um, And so what you're saying is, uh, the movies pretty much trick us or present us a lens of we're on the rebellion side. Yes. It's funny, because my son, who's a Star Wars fan, uh, likes Stormtroopers. Yeah. You know, and I'm like-
0: I understand, they're cool. I'm
1: like, the Jedi, that's cooler, you know? But it, it could have, um, I mean, if the lens is on the other side, on, on the empire, then, you know, I can you imagine the movie that would be there like this is this small group of people trying to overthrow the government. It's
0: not that hard to root for the empire after you kind of examine it.
1: But so I guess the way I was trying to play this with uh, baked in the cake ideas is that we're raised with a lens. Yeah. You know, um, and I think this is more brought to light, uh, reminded of, I was reminded of this late, lately, is that um, sometimes uh, we, we favored the lens in which we were raised. Um, you know, I, I was raised a certain way, and that's the limit of... Limit and the scope of, of the way I see the world. Yeah. You may even call it worldviews.
0: Yeah, we we inherit ideas that we don't realize we inherited. And a lot of times it's I, I'm I i do not want to get in this today, but I'm learn I mean when I, I love learning how things are baked in the cake. I cannot believe what I've discovered through a book that I'm reading right now okay. on things for me that are baked in the cake. And I thought that I had a sensible opinion on something. I mean, the, anyone listening or any, a lot of people just talk to me in general. Sometimes it, it seems like I think I've already discovered all these things that are baked in the cake. Mm-hmm. But I'm constantly looking for new ones. And I love talking about the ways that I found because I find it freeing. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I find it freeing to, to kind of... You know, tear out those things that we thought couldn't be there. That I was looking at the world through this viewpoint and it was changing the way I acted and the decisions I made. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, but this book, it it was on Joe Rogan's podcast, um, Empire of the Summer Moon.
1: I think I heard him mention that.
0: Yeah, so you had the author on and it's talking about the Comanche Indians. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I grew up with a very favorable um, opinion of all the Indians and even the Comanches because we owned land mm-hmm. that the Comanches were on. And me and my grandpa, we would go out on our own land. It was so cool. I mean, I still have them. I still love these memories. And we would find the arrowheads, mm-hmm. and he would show me. I, like one time, he had such an eye for it, or has. He's still alive. Um, we were walking, and it's a trail we've walked hundreds of times and that he's walked hundreds of times over the years. You know, he's uh, this land's been in the, the family for this very long time. Mm-hmm. And so he's walked it and on the same trail as always we find a scraper that was used for scraping pelts. Right. And I'm like this is it's so cool. You you're finding something from hundreds of years ago mm-hmm. and and it's flint. You know it's Flint, and the uh, so I grew up with like kind of a, uh, you know a romanticized more I think even more than what the history books paint. I, I grew mm-hmm. up with a very romanticized because they don't paint Indians as bad ever. a right. uh, view of the Indians who
1: doesn't do what who doesn't who doesn't what view the Indians bad
0: our culture as a whole oh. our our history books. Okay, I, this we I want to talk about this on a different episode, okay. ultimately, but it's insane. I am blown away about my pre pre-suppos- presuppositions about the the Comanches specifically and what I'm learning about them and the things that they did. Mm-hmm. I'm serious, they make Hitler look like an, any other dictator.
1: Uh, well, I, mean, I think movies have made Indians look bad. Bad? Yeah, cowboys and Indians. And well, okay, older movies, but so here's the kind of thing though
0: is that you, when you're growing up, you play cowboys and Indians. Yeah. But it's you don't really care that you're an Indian, right? If when you're on the Indians, like we grew up and, with my cousins um, on the same side, and we play cowboys and Indians, and a lot of times we actually played Indians more than cowboys and Indians, and like well,
1: it's particularly sensitive today. Where you have football teams changing their names, yeah, yeah, and so you know, there's this, you know, I mean, I think rightly so, given respect.
0: Well, one of know, the things uh,
1: to the culture.
0: Well, they don't, you know, if we're gonna talk about that, that the actual natives, like the, the actual Native Americans that are is in their blood, they don't care. <laughs> like anytime you pull them, they don't care that we have the Kansas City Chiefs. They don't care we have the Redskins. So isn't their opinion the one that ultimately matters?
1: Well, I mean, I think that's a generalization. I have My, my son is native. Okay. And so um, when we're up in Canada, like, okay, so this is an example, lenses. Okay. Uh, down here, the conversation isn't very, I mean, you hardly involve uh, Native Americans in, in our everyday conversations. Yeah, They're it's kinda not. Kind of in the reserves or kind of, you know, in like remote areas, Oklahoma, you know, and, and things like that. They have their own little reserves that we that you know, the United States put them on or limited them to. Yeah. But, uh, and so the racism that we face here in the United States is generally um, the conversation revolves around blacks and whites. Yeah. In Canada, or at least where I was, it's natives and, and, and whites. Well,
0: I don't mind some of it. Well, what I'm saying, what I was getting kind of is like, I don't, calling them Indians, even the book, the guy that wrote it is very politically correct. He's I mean, So he's like,
1: in Canada, you don't call them Indians?
0: Well, it doesn't make sense. So people who are offended by, like, don't call them Indians, I don't think, so they're not offended when you poll them. They're not, a lot of the time, in America, they're not offended to be called an Indian. Uh, But they're not Indian. Right. It's just not accurate.
1: Right, so in Canada, they want to be called First Nation because they were the First Nation that was there before Canada came in.
0: That's a little weird. I think First Nation is strange. Native Americans make sense to me. Or indigenous, even though indigenous people, well,
1: it would be native Can- Canadians
0: up there. Native Canadians, but indigenous people makes okay. Even, so in,
1: in, in, that makes even more sense to me. Okay, so they uh, indigenous people is an actual, um, you know, that that's fine too.
0: Yeah, so I think that makes sense. But First Nation is. It seems like they're trying to kind of you know put put themselves up over someone else, but. So what I'm learning in this book is just that I have had a romanticized history of the native Amer- uh, of Native Americans and specifically the Comanches because I kind of was pr- I had a lot of, some pride in me that I went to where they were and found their arrowheads. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I still like them. I have a box of them and they're all labeled and I've got some of them certified that they're real because people fake arrowheads all the time. And they're in this fancy case. Yeah. And I just think that it's cool that I have that that, that history. You know, anytime that you can kind of feel like you grab a piece of history mm-hmm. that was substantial. And you, maybe you're a part of it.
1: But in, in some way, I mean, let's just take, you know, the Comanche aspect of it. Uh, in some way, they're just living what they know. Oh, that's
0: also That's a lens. Yes. So that that's one of the things I learned too and it, it, it gave me a perspective cuz sometimes I think I have all the perspectives but I also it is giving you a perspective that you never would get in a western civilization or a western history. Sure. So like this to give a piece of that zero morality absolutely zero they it, the golden rule applied because they they would expect you to do to them the horrible things that, that you did to them they, does it make sense so do unto others as you would do you want done to you they so they
1: them. would expect to be killed
0: yes and tortured horrendously and they expect revenge to happen on that and uh, it kind of tells the story of a white girl that's been kidnapped that that sees all this and she's literate and she writes it all down. And uh, there are some things about total depravity that we can really apply, mm-hmm. um, in that. So we'll talk about that. Man, we might just about talk about that next yeah. time. We'll yeah. see if I finish the book. Once I finish the book, um, we'll get there. All right.
1: I, I think that'd be a good topic because I, I've spent a little bit of. I mean, I, I was in Canada. My son's n- native of yeah. Canada, like a you know a Canadian um, native, indigenous mm-hmm. child, and and. You know, we're generally white, you know, yeah. and, and we adopted him, but we wanted him exposed to his culture too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, I think we would have a good topic yeah. to discuss that. So
0: we'll, we'll do that next time. But, okay. uh, man, actually, is there anything else? There was one more thing on Star Wars I want to talk about. Okay. Then, then I think we're, we're, we've are we're been talking for a while now. Um, so we'll, we'll close up after this. Okay. Obi Wan Kenobi.
1: My favorite guy.
0: Okay. I'm about to bash him terribly.
1: <laughs> All right. Let's see what you got.
0: Okay. Whenever he goes to confront Anakin
1: in okay. episode three. Oh, he didn't kill him. Do what? You, you're saying that he didn't kill him. Kind of. He, you, he let him be tortured. He
0: cut his limbs off and watched him be burned alive and then walked away, and he assumed he was dead. Yeah, that's insane, and he's the good guy. And this is before the rebellion. <laughs> yeah. He's supposed to be the good guy. Yeah, and he just brutally tortured hit the person that he has been. <laughs> um, well, was it mentoring?
1: Yeah, his student.
0: His student. He just brutally tortured. Well, he
1: actually says you are my brother.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we just accept that. Yeah. And Obi Wan's a good guy. That's all we ever hear. Yeah. yeah. So I wanted to to get that. Is uh, that it, ruin Obi Wan for you at all? No. I'll, I
1: mean, <laughs> I'll, I'll let that slide. <laughs> okay. Because like, he's my my favorite character because ninety nine percent of the time he he, he kind of stands up for morality. But another flaw in Obi Wan is okay. that he had a secret love. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's in the Clone Wars series. Oh, okay. Um. Uh, I think I think she was like the queen of Mandalore. Okay. And um, oh, interesting. I think it's Satine. I think that's her name, Satine, huh. which is ironically another movie Ewan McGregor was in, in Moulin Rouge. But anyway, um, uh, yeah, he has the secret love interest. Um, I don't think he ever acts on it. Okay. But but uh, it's clear that this is someone he loves, and Darth Maul. Is the one that kills her. And um...
0: I love Darth Maul, and I, I think you know they have all these things kind of Darth Maul. They, they keep alluding to something that would include him. I want them to bring him back somehow.
1: Okay, so Dar- so Obi Wan chops him in half. Yeah, and he lives. He lives. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you think he's in Solo?
0: We won chops it half and he lives. Okay, he's a yeah. St- you guys see
1: The Clone Wars because that, that tells the story. I of Dark never
0: Modern. connected that.
1: I'm, I'm talking about the cartoon series, Clone Wars.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I tried to watch it. I've seen actually. So I, I tried to watch the series and then I realized that there was a movie first. So I went back and tried to watch the movie first. There's a couple movies, right? About what? The Clone Wars?
1: Uh, like the, cartoon movies? Yeah. I think there's two movies yeah, there, and a series. There's a cartoon. I think there's one cartoon movie. And I didn't think it, it was that good or necessary. Okay. But uh, I can't the, remember which came first. The series. I think they're, they just started season seven okay. of the Clone War series, and that has Anakin's Padawan in it, hmm. uh, Ahsoka, and um, and she might make a reappearance at some time. But, okay. um So. But
0: I never con- I never connected. Darth Maul should have been dead in Solo.
1: Right. So. I never connected the two. Uh, so. In episode one, Obi Wan uh, Darth Maul kills Qui Gon Jinn. Yes. Uh, Obi Wan's master. Yeah. And then Obi Wan kills by slicing him in half, mm-hmm. and his legs are apart from his body, but he survives. And um, because
0: with the, the crazy thing
1: about lightsabers is that it immediately carterizes so I, I guess, or something. I mean, that's, maybe it's, that's it. I but think that's assumed that this for universe. a while. Uh, Darth Maul has mechanical legs, okay. like like spider legs almost. Yeah, and then uh, and then he returns to his home, which is like I guess like a um, a force sensitive like uh, Deathemir, I think Deathemir or Darthamir or something like that's where he comes from. But there there is these force sensitive witches, and they heal him. And he's got a brother who he tries to take on as a padawan hmm. for him, a Sith padawan, and uh, or a Sith. You know, yeah. student. And um, he ultimately comes back and and uh, where he w- uh, he was upset because uh, he was supposed to be Darth Sidious or the okay. emperor, you know, the, f- the upcoming emperor. The next in line. Yeah, uh, he was supposed to be the the second Sith. The, the,
0: but they're kind of, but they choose them based on who they think they can control. They have the
1: rule too. So there's always two. Oh, uh, okay. And so he didn't I don't think Darth Maul knew that um, that uh, what's his name Uh, that there was another another uh, Sith student in the works. Um, But and then at the end of uh, Rebels, the series, cartoon series Rebels, Obi Wan and Darth Maul meet again. Mm. And this is when Obi Wan's already on on Tatooine where Luke is. He's protecting Luke. Okay. And so Darth Maul finds him in the desert. And um, and by this time in the cartoon series, Obi Wan's got the gray beard. And, okay. And so he already looks like McGinnis, who's the guy that plays Obi Wan yeah. in, in the, the last three or the four, five, and six. And then um, they have a final battle mm. and a lightsaber battle because Darth Maul figures out he's there to protect someone and he's going to protect Luke. And so, and it's very, it's the shortest, like, say, lightsaber battle ever. Hmm. And, and Obi Wan defeats him one last time. And, uh, but, um, but all throughout the Clone Wars, they're at, they're battling each other. At some point, they have to be on the same team, like, to fight out of a situation. Hmm. And, um, you know, Darth Maul kills his, um, uh, his girlfriend, (laughs) you know, his hidden love with the, the black saber that's in *Mandalorian*.
0: See, yeah, that's another thing that you don't know when they see a black saber and the the general, you know, population that goes since or watches a *Mandalorian*. Like, what's a black saber?
1: Right. Well, it, it's pretty. It plays a prominent role in in the *Clone Wars* cartoon series. Yeah. And so, um, anyway, so I mean, you know, there's a lot more to the story that. Uh, that, that's why the, the Darksaber was, was such a uh, huge thing in Mandalorian was because, oh, there it is. He's mm-hmm. got it now. And um, Darth Maul had it when he took over uh, from the, the you know, when he became like the ruler of Mandalore. Yeah. And the Mandalorian is about Mandalore. So, of course, the, the Darksaber comes into play. Yeah. It's briefly mentioned in Rogue One. Oh, when she's reading huh. through the files of, of trying to find uh, where the the secret plans are in the vault, okay, she's reading off a list, and the dark saber is one of those those uh, things she reads off. It's a quick Easter egg. There. Yeah, oh. and then um, so anyway, I don't know. if you, uh, That was you, a little rabbit.
0: Sounds <laughs> like you could, you you are much more of a Star Wars nerd than yeah. me. Yeah. Um, Okay, well, I think that's all we have time for today. I thoroughly enjoyed this discussion. I feel like I learned a lot and have a better grip on how to view the Star Wars series. So
1: maybe next time that somebody's watching Star Wars, uh, view it for different lenses. View it as if you were raised in Empire and view it as if you were raised in in the Rebellion. Yeah,
0: it's a fun way to root (laughs) for the bad guy. All right, well, thank you for listening, and leave a comment and tell us how you did Leave us a review. That will help a lot, and we'll recommend to other people to watch a similar podcast. And thank you for listening. Goodbye.